Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Give us a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Yes, welcome. Give us a cheer if you've never heard of us. Oh, wow. Also, very welcome. So the eagle-eyed among the people that have heard of us might have noticed that we have a little bit of a lineup change for today's episode. And it's not because we're trying to recreate the sugar babes. (laughs) What has happened is our detective, Hannah George, has got COVID. I know. I know. So she's had to go home. Do you know what? I'm just going to say right now, I never liked her. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there. Katie, continue. Thank you. I don't know, it's almost like the pandemic hasn't been adequately dealt with. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's coming out at all. So what we've done is we've had to sub in a fantastic new detective from Special Branch. Um, <laughs> our special detective is actually an Olivia Award-winning comedian from Showstoppers. You might recognise her from Man Down and People Just Do Nothing. Let's please give it up for the fantastic, all-round legendary comedian, it's Ruth Bratt! Thanks for having me. Ruth, thank you so much for joining us. If anything, you're too good for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All the way from uh, Scotland Yard. I'm I'm really leaning into my police puns. They're not even puns, are they? Anyway... (laughs) Thank you for helping us out. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited. Oh, good. Because we've never done this in 
person. We haven't. She uh, it, no. so it just so happened that Ruth was our very first yes. Zoom guest during lockdown. Yeah. We kept powering through. That's right. Yeah. We were the real heroes yeah. <laughs> of COVID. We kept the podcast we, going. Um, yeah. But I had never even met you in person. No. So it's, it's there we go. So I'm clearly like a yeah. COVID thing yeah maybe i'm bad <laughs> maybe i'm a bad it's, omen no no <laughs> long time friend of the podcast yeah. previous guest and uh the reason i started drinking again was uh yeah. was this podcast because they called they were like do you want to do it i went yeah yeah and they went you don't have to drink and i went well i've literally got nothing else to do so <laughs> i'm going to and i went oh drinking's fun <laughs> yeah oh yeah. there's no journalists in tonight right? <laughs> enablers drunk I mean, I'm still crime. a massive lightweight, uh, you know, because after 11 years of not drinking, when you start again, you're like, ooh, ah. half a gin. And I'm like, woo, <laughs> <laughs> spring break. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, we have that to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we are, of course, still joined by regular detective, the wonderful Taylor Glenn. Taylor, how are you? Hi. I'm very well. Don't worry, I'm the only American. Isn't that a relief? One, one is more than enough, isn't it? And in fact, if it's still a problem, just pretend I'm Canadian. It makes it a tiny little bit better. Uh, I am not a lightweight. I'm drinking out of a fishbowl. Thank you very much. Do you know what? I'll just tell the briefest of anecdotes because yeah. the comedian's dream, something mildly amusing happened to me on the way to the show. <laughs> Who feels like being mildly amused? Yay! Consent is important. Thank you. <laughs> so I've started wearing a Fitbit. Does anybody do a Fitbit? I'm just doing yeah. it because apparently I get like one free coffee a year for my life insurance if I walk 10,000 miles a day. Um, but it buzzes, it, it, it vibrates against my wrist whenever my heart rate goes up. So it's like, I'm, apparently if I'm in a fat burning zone, it goes, and if I'm in the cardio zone, it goes, so I was walking here. Um, I wasn't in any particular zone yet. I was taking my time. And something happened that hasn't happened in ages. This car came up to me, rolled down the window, and I got wolf whistled. Ooh. Proper, in the style of an owl, tweet woo <laughs> wolf whistled. And immediately my Fitbit went, <laughs> <laughs> And it was just so confronting, you guys, because my head was going, God, the misogyny, <laughs> the absolute cheek of evaluating my appearance in a completely unwanted manner. But it was like my Fitbit was going, you love it. <laughs> you miss it. It doesn't happen much anymore. Keep it coming. Your self-esteem is low. Anyway, so I just, wow. thank you. I just had to share so that. I'd like you. <laughs> It's like a lie detector test. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll see. We'll see if it kicks off tonight, <laughs> shall we? That's amazing. I got to say, I'm I'm secretly glad that Taylor's not the one that got COVID and had to go home because she's the only one that brought a hairdryer. I'm the hairdryer gal. To, to the oh. flat. There's um, got to be one. And that, is, that, is, that is what happens to the real detectives too. There isn't enough hair dryers for the whole department. <laughs> I don't know what your last department was like, Ruth. You might find us more drunk than your uh, the, the uh, previous ones. Yeah, probably not possible. <laughs> I imagine. I mean, this might be libelous, uh, but uh, or slanderous. Slander. <laughs> I imagine that um, p the police get quite drunk quite a lot. I'd yeah. want to. You know what? We're probably the tame ones. Yeah. We might we might not be drinking as Enough. much as, as yeah yeah <laughs> we're not drinking as much as the real police but by God we don't get results. <laughs> um. 
That is our <laughs> With motto. <a> tagline. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, we're going to all welcome onto the stage our fantastic special guest for this episode. It is the amazing, the legendary comedian, it's Susie McKay! <laughs> Susie! Hello, Susie! Welcome! Hello. 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 How are you? This is posh, isn't it? <laughs> This must be the poshest fringe venue I've ever been in in my life. It's fancy, right? They normally don't let people like me into venues like this. <laughs> so it's nice. It's nice. I'm thinking about taking that rock home. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk That's women me. solving crime. The guest committed a crime. That would be amazing. <laughs> we could just we could just pap you with it over your shoulder on the totally. way out. It'll be it'll be mutual PR for both totally. our shows. Totally, absolutely. That and one ticket. Woo woo. <laughs> Well, we have one question on this podcast, Susie. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? So, I grew up in the East End of Glasgow. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Is there what, crime there? <laughs> what you class as crime, <laughs> we see it as survival. <laughs> Just a kind of rite of passage <laughs> as you're growing up. Uh, yes, I have been the victim of a crime. <gasps> what did I tell you? So... Going to a school disco, 17, six-year, sixth-form, kind of 17, 18-year-olds. School disco for the fifth in six years. Mm -hmm. Now, there was coaches laid on, or you could have a drink and get the train. <laughs> so we had a drink <laughs> and got the train. However, when I was this age, I was a very heavy consumer of cannabis. Okay. So I was very stoned. <laughs> but happy... Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, discos are notorious for the hash smokers And <laughs> uh, me and my friends went to get the train to school As we would of a morning So this was of an evening We went to the train station There was like five of us A couple of fifth years, a couple of six years Platform was dead Guy comes up the other side of the platform We actually thought it was someone that we went to school with He came down over the bridge Underneath the stairs Because of course that's where we were Because someone was smoking a joint <laughs> And then, they'll never guess. I know. If you're under the stairs. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it takes the smell away. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate camouflage. Exactly. Basically, you couldn't see me. It was just just a bit of smoke in the air. And, uh, and so me and my mates were standing there, we're having a laugh, having a giggle, and the guy comes down and he's chatting away to us, and about three or four minutes before the train was due in, he went... I'm really sorry to have to do this, girls. And he pulled out a knife. <gasps> I know it is genuinely the most Glasgow stereotyped story <laughs> ever, right? I appreciate that, but this is 100% true. <laughs> so he pulled out the knife, knife, took money, took drink, all that. Whoa. And then he walked away as the train was coming in. Then he ran back to me, put the knife at my throat <gasps> and went, give me your fags. What? Who even does that? See, when you're 17 years old and it's 1997, 20 cigarettes are basically shares. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yield. It's, it's like gold reserves, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you are 17, 20 cigarettes is like a Christmas present, right? Oh, yeah. And Because at this point in time, for those of you that are young and healthy, 
<laughs> you normally only bought a 10 pack yes, of cigarettes. Yes. It was £1.10 for a pack of 10 and £2.20 for a pack of 20. So, like, dinner, like your dinner money covered your smokes. <laughs> right? Covered your smokes and you didn't eat. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> so then, yeah, so on, when they said smoking keeps you thin, I'm, it's literally because you're you buying it instead you of food. Because yeah. I was like, I was Glasgow's answer to Kate Moss when I was 17. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so he then comes back for my cigarettes, and that was the moment I was like, you're a prick. <laughs> but he's got a knife at my throat, and my mates are screaming, so. He, he, he took the cigarettes. I gave him the cigarettes we got ah. on the train. So our other friends then got on at the next train station. Yeah. And everybody, as soon as they seen them, they all started crying. But I was so heavily stoned, I was like, he's taking my fags. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so raging. I was like, can you believe he's taking my Tommy tout, my snout? Right? Like, absolutely livid. So... Uh, the conductor <laughs> comes down, he contacts British Transport Police. Right. The school was right next to the train station, so we got off at the train station. British Transport Police are at the school, headmistress is at the school, <laughs> like, everybody's out, right? And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm too stoned for this. <laughs> so we go in, like, a couple of the girls who were with me were really upset. Uh, they get cups of tea, their parents are called, the police are comforting them, all of that, right? I get put in the headmistress's office. Not a room <laughs> that I was a stranger to. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and she's just Familiar looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I took my fags. My oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Raging. And, um, but because I was so stoned, I was so calm. Because yeah. like, I was genuinely, I was dealing a lot of my sexuality and stuff so I really did smoke a lot of cannabis I've never touched drugs since I moved out my parents right wow. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. so I was uh, <laughs> I was sitting in the room the police came in they're like Susan you seem the one that's the most calmest can you <laughs> I'm like hoping there's a hole in my pocket that my hash has slid down right <laughs> It was old school hash, you know, the, the, the proper yeah. council hash, none of your fancy weed, no. Old school, you need to burn it in silver yeah, foil, yeah, crumble it. it. Proper train oh spotting. <laughs> oh, aye. The first time I saw that, I thought it was beef bouillon. Oh, my God. <laughs> you thought it was an oxo? I did. Yeah. I was like, oh, but it's so much better than an oxo. <laughs> Oh my God, the British smoke beef. <laughs> what a nation. They just smoke it. So I give the police an, like, an exact description because I'm like, well, he had like a spot here, a freckle there because I'm so tuned into the event wow. that's happened, right? And then they're like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just got the bus home with my mates. Everything was fine. And then the next day at school, everybody else who was involved in the incident was off. I went into shock. I didn't get, wow. I didn't get the shock until the next day. And I was sat in, it was like chemistry or something. And I was sat in there. And the teacher just went, are you all right? And I, it was like um, goosebumps, but it was wow. my whole body. <gasps> and the yeah. teacher could see all down my neck and was like, I'm got another few got like a female teacher to come in and look down my top and ah. was like I know I was like why well, I look at the front but <laughs> <laughs> and then you uh, want to check this while you're uh, and she was around? like you've went into shock and phoned my dad and went home but on oh. the Saturday I had to go to the British Transport Police headquarters which is up at Buchanan bus station in Glasgow and do a photo fit 
So I do the photo fit. Because they're the British Transport Police and they're not like real police, right? <laughs> no, they're not. Like, if your whole day is standing <laughs> with a speed gun. <laughs> no, this is why I was running about smoking hash age 17. Because <laughs> you were trying to catch a speeding driver with no insurance, right? <laughs> so maybe if we had real police dealing with it, it would be fine. So they gave me the photo fit to take into school and show everybody... And they were like, right, okay, we've caught the guy. It's went to court. The guy drank in a pub, again, another stereotype, 150 yards from my house. Wow. So I used to see him all the time. Right. And I was like, wow. man, oh, you did it. And my dad's like, I'm going And I'm like, please don't kill him, dad. <laughs> and uh, it went to court and it got threw out because they had gave me the photo fit, which should have been kept secret. <gasps> So they oh could produce it in a court of law and go, is this the person? And those people who were affected would have went, yeah. yes, that is the person. But they went, oh, aye, that's the one, Susie, don't I? <gasps> and he got off with it. But so, yeah, 20 it... facts, never, <laughs> never got no back. compensation. <laughs> right. So, so because Rigid. of a technicality mm -hmm. of their mistake. Basically, it's... the var did it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they brought in VAR. <laughs> Oh, my God. I know. Oh. <laughs> and I'm still 20 fags out of pocket all these years later. I'm fuming. Oh, man. Mm. That's amazing. I tell you what, oh. see if that happened now during the cost of living crisis and somebody tried to steal my fags, I'd leather them. Oh, my yeah. God. I'd be like, give me your knife and your eye. What do they do, though, no, the, with the, like, you know, because everyone's vaping, aren't they? They're all vaping now. And what yeah. what would it give me your vape? Like it's all your, all like your yeah. refills? Re I don't give know me your refills. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a tiramisu <laughs> vape? It doesn't have the same ring to it, it at all. Well. Well, he never even took the hash. He just took the fags, which was worse than the hash. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, like, also, the you, way you may take my life, but you may <laughs> not take my Marlboros. Exactly. I, what's standing out for me is when he approaches you, he's like, I'm sorry to have to do this, yeah. girl. And he literally, I'll never forget it. And I could actually take you to the exact spot where <laughs> we were standing and where he came back to it and he went, I'm sorry to have to do this, girls. And he pulled out. The knife, it was yeah. like a switchblade. Of course it was. Another stereotype, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, and I was just like, oh, you're fucking joking. Because yeah. he started off quite polite. Yeah. I thought he was going to yeah. go somewhere else. I was like, oh, he's quite a polite he's chap. Like, he, does, he doesn't want to have to rob. Yeah. That's why yeah. I live here. You guys are really so fun nice. Night out. So yeah. That's your white collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's when he came back that I'm like, oh... That ah. politeness was just fake, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that was. That I real. think I think he was faking. Yeah, I think yeah. he was faking. I, think <laughs> I'm I don't think it. he was sorry at all. I think the knife <laughs> gave it away. It's <laughs> because <laughs> also, also is that does he if he do, if he approaches people like that does that mean they cooperate? Are they like oh this guy doesn't oh. want to mug me like what because because you'd still have probably given him all your money if he'd gone right everybody empty your pockets like if he'd shouted at you he'd still have got the money. Yeah. Well, because it's, mm. it's the knife, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's not the tone of voice. <laughs> Do you know the bit? See, see the, the girls that were the year below us at school? They were so delicate and so little. And I was like, oh, see if my, one of my other mates was here, man, we would have volleyed him. Right. <laughs> but they weren't. And it was like my pals that were quite gentle and really lovely. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't take him with a knife on my own. <laughs> You know what I mean? This is the, like, we need two lesbians here. Yeah. 
Yes, I tell you what we don't need, a man with soft hands. That's what we don't need. Or a man who's enjoying a dance to ABBA at the school disco. <laughs> the priest, but no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. As well. And also, like, your delayed shock as well. Yeah, that yeah. was nuts. That yeah. was absolute bonkers. And I remember like, I had the delayed shock, and then on the Saturday, when I came back from doing the police thing, my dad went, one will go a walk. And he took me back down to the train station and we went on a train out to the school and wow. back in to get it out your system. <gasps> yeah. That's how they get them back Yeah, on the my dad was totally like, it was like yeah. the first time I was in a car accident. He literally appeared at my house at eight o'clock the next morning, threw me his keys and he went drive the car. Because wow. it's like, you will not be affected by this. <laughs> you are a working class woman <laughs> and you are my daughter. There won't be no sympathy. No, but you know, but actually, that's <laughs> fucking brilliant, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because then it doesn't become a thing. Yeah. You got to get it as quick as possible. Mm. Yeah. So it's going to be. Th- yeah. Sorry. No, no, I, it's, it's not. Gonna... No. Female workplace. <laughs> I I feel. It's just a thing that we do when we interrupt each other. Um, no, had you finished what you were saying? Yeah. No. Just it's going to be obviously horrendous that time. But yeah. That's so brilliant to do yeah. that as quick mm. as possible. Now it's done. Like, right. Yeah. Do you know what, like, my dad said to me, like, my dad sat me down on the Friday and he went, are you all right? And I went, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a total daddy's girl in the sense, you know, I like boobs, he likes boobs, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not a princess, do you know what I mean? It's not like he's like, oh, here she comes, my little chicken. My dad's like, all right. <laughs> I need to take the car to the garage. Why have I looked at it before I take it? Right, that kind of thing. <laughs> And and then my dad went, I mean, when did they pull out the knife? And I had to go through the whole thing with him. And he was like, it's a shame you've got my legs because a wee bit longer and you could just have hoofed them right in the nuts. (laughs) And I was like, that is my dad's answer to everything if you're a woman. Like, ever since I was growing up, my dad's like, just see Mm. if I fucking hoof them in the nuts. (laughs) See if a boy plays dirty with you at football, hoof them in the nuts. (laughs) Like, like, Dad, this yeah. cannot be the answer to everything in my life. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's not. If you hit a guy in the nuts, Susan, he goes be. down. He goes down. You're like, <laughs> all right, Dad, well, there's another life lesson learned. <laughs> Poof them in the nuts. I'm going to do that when they get my coffee order wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Take that bill from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. I don't go to Starbucks. It's the answer to 60% of life's problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although sometimes it's much harder to aim than you think because I've had a kick a few nuts and it's so embarrassing when you miss yeah. <laughs> oh my god this but it's is like so easy to do groin. by accident oh I know so easy to do when it's by accidental foing yeah. right in the sack not, not with the length of my legs <laughs> <laughs> like you would need to be Tyrion Lannister for me to hit you in the nuts just like oh man oh Susie we always ask on this podcast too what would you say if you had the perpetrator now you can do or say whatever you want to him. I'd hoof him in the nuts. <laughs> and then I'd say, 20 B&H, son. Yeah. There's a yes. shop five minutes away. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Rest- yeah. Restorative and with, justice. You know, like with inflation and how much 20 yeah. B&H costs yeah. now. Exactly. He'd be in quid then. Totally, man. Yeah. Listen, he'd be cheaper going to duty free. <laughs> <laughs> that is how bad the inflation's been in cigarettes. I am single-handedly taxed to keep the NHS afloat. It's outrageous. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, well, that's how it's that, I, that is one of my favourite answers we've had. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like the reparations that he has to make. Yes. Yeah. He's got to hobble to that shop with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's got to replace those cigarettes. Um, While he's still a little bit winded and feeling yeah. a bit yeah. sick. Yeah. That, yeah, see, I, I it's the Catholic happens. in me. It's like, <laughs> if you do this, that's your penance. Yes. <laughs> but by fuck, I'm going to make you suffer. <laughs> It's the most Catholic thing ever, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. All right. Cheers. You should lead Thank the Vatican Cheers, tours. guys. <laughs> Cheers. That was a great story. Oh, that was. All right, all right. We're going to move on to the true crime case portion of the podcast. Now, I've got all the details here. These guys don't know. <laughs> Can't I'm stress gonna... that enough. <laughs> You're going to guess. I'm going to okay. give you some information. You're going to guess what this is about. All right, so I'm setting the scene with this story. Yeah. So one year, there was an early frost that killed the crops. Oh. <laughs> That's a no. crime already. Yeah. I don't know if you know about global warming, but see, when you find out about it, it's going to crush you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to get... I'm really worried about it. I think we should have a chat after the show. Right. <laughs> it's all right. We'll tell you in a safe zone. It'll be fine. <laughs> now, this farmer guy, he goes to the city office to complain. Question, who or what does he blame the early frost on? We don't know the year yet. No. Oh. It's I'm going to go wi- with the I'm devil. Say witches. Witches. Yeah. Witches. Witches. Devil. Oh. Yeah, witches. Susie. Devil. Geese. Geese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get the blame for everything. Everything. Remember when it was really heavy rain and the people were going, it's gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> They've caused oh. the floods. Oh, if Jesus. only that wasn't a joke. That's just true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, he does blame witches. Oh, well, well done. Please. Thanks. I love so it. So he demanded to know why witches had been allowed to conjure up an early frost and kill the crops. Uh-huh. Now, why they've been allowed it. to. Yes. Why they it? still have the patriarchy to deal with. <laughs> Even yeah. though they're a witch, they're like, they've I'm going to ask. they all the forms. Yeah. They're going to get it they in duplicate. I'll just find a man to ask. He'll know. <laughs> do, do witches have pimps? <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> so. Jerome said I could. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, the city officials, they're like, ugh, idiot. They're like, just go home. Yeah, we're going to look into it, sir. But this guy is running his mouth all over town. Eventually, there's a load of farmers. Uh, and they're all registering complaints about witches. Um, so the officials eventually had to do something and so my question to you now is what year did this happen well I'm wondering if this is an episode of Charmed I think it's going to be later than we think because we're going to go like, oh, 1532, or yeah. you know, like something like that because that's when the witches were, right? Uh, obviously, <laughs> everyone knows they were only in they 1532. Were real witches, yeah. <laughs> I reckon it's going to be like the 1960s or something. Or okay. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go like 20th century. Oh my God, Twiggy witches. Yeah. We're all picturing it. Really short skirts. Short skirts, big eyelashes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, I might go a little bit earlier. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I love that thinking, though, because it will be later than we expect. Yeah, am I done um, bluffing you? He likes 1532. <laughs> so, many, so many different numbers going around right in my head. Welcome to me in maths class. Um, seven, no, 1700, no, it, yes, seven, <laughs> I'm adorable. 17, <laughs> 
1752. 1752. Mm-hmm. So you said they went to s- is the city hall? Yeah. So that's American, isn't it? So how old's America? Oh. About four years Ooh. old or something? <laughs> this like the streets in this city are older than America, right? Like yeah. um, This building dates all the way excellent back to 1974. <laughs> <laughs> so I am thinking, right, so city hall, small town America... Ooh, good detective oh, work. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even listen to the question. Listen, the amount of le- the amount of lesbian stalking I've done in my life, man. <laughs> I'm going to watch yourself. But that's a very good hair dryer you've got. <laughs> I am going to say 1805. Okay, Ooh. love it. Now. Taylor is the closest. Oh. It is 1626. Oh. See, it is, it's witch's time. Oh. It's, um, it's peak witch. peak witch. the fact mm. that it could have been now is very telling. Uh, <laughs> now, so, uh, the officials had to do something. A woman was arrested, tortured, and confessed to ruining the crops, and then problem oh. was solved, and there was never frost again. Uh, <laughs> so, <I'm> just, <laughs> That's is, why there's never been any frost. Let yeah. there be a is lesson. Is this on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> So what now by telling you that story what I wanted to do is just set the scene of the climate that we're in. Okay. There's a lot of paranoia about witches and all like fun fact, not a fun fact. This prince bishop witch hunting guy, this woman that they did for the crops, he gets to take her land into his coffers. So this is a time where women could own land Honestly. and this is a great way to get their land off them. Uh, oh, did they actually so because obviously you took it a little bit further than truth in that yeah. Frost never oh, happened yeah. again. Sorry, but they yeah. actually did torture did. and get yeah. a confession and and kill and her and then took her land. Yes. So you either kill them to get the land or you marry them to get the land. Yes. Yes. But, I mean that's just yeah. It's fair shag, it's marry, really, kill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's win win for the patriarchy yeah. uh, in 1626. So a big part of the witch burning was to get land, basically. So we are going to be talking about witch hunts. Question for you guys. What kind of reasons were women accused of being witches? And I'll give you a clue. There's more than one answer. Oh, breathing, 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 being, being, being a being a woman, being, being, existing as a woman, having thoughts, having having thoughts and expressing them every once in a while. Boobs, yeah. Boobs, having boobs. Yeah, boobs. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, um, asking questions. Having a cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> having a broomstick. <laughs> Kicking men in the nuts. <laughs> These are all absolutely correct. I also would have accepted if they were promiscuous, if they were unmarried, if they lived to an old age, if they were a midwife or a healer, if they were opinionated, if they had no children or their babies died, or if all of their children survived. That was suspicious. Can I oh, just God. say? Um, can I just say that is every lesbian I know over the age of fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Opinionated single cats, the lot. <laughs> I think it's just sort of every woman, isn't it? it I mean, is. I am a witch, clearly. Yeah, I've we all qualify. If they had too much money, if they didn't have enough money. And also, <laughs> being too poor is... Sorry, not enough and too much. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah. you can't win, basically. Oh, and I feel... Um, we do try to do trigger warnings every once in a while, so we are going to be talking about witch hunting. So if, uh, if Donald Trump is listening, we're yeah. really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this might affect you. Yeah. Donald doesn't listen to anything. 
<laughs> I do feel as if you've kind of described Nicola Sturgeon's last 18 months when she was in office. <laughs> like, I do feel as if it's like, you've got too much money, Nicola! <laughs> but you've been stealing money, Nicola! <laughs> you've got a camper van, Nicola! <laughs> But it's not actually your camper van, <laughs> It's the same criteria, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing has changed. Oh, Nicola, um. you've got an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The accused witch that we're going to be talking about for the main part of this story is Mary Webster. And she is the ancestor of a famous and celebrated author that we all know and love today. Miriam Webster. No, no it's not Miriam Webster. I mean, I do want the, you to guess. The, but the dictionary, dude. Dictionary Webster. Susie Den. <laughs> it's not Susie Den. Any guesses, Taylor? Is Webster not the surname of the author? No. Oh. oh, well, how in the hell would we think of another author then? Are they like, um, is they like descendants? Christ. They are, yeah, this is their ancestor. Oh, right, yeah. Um, and it's a famous and celebrated author that you, everybody does know. Uh, Mark Twain. Great guess. No, it is. Was the, it, though? The correct answer is Margaret Atwood. Oh! Yeah. Because women can write, too. <laughs> Margaret Abbott did a lot of research into Mary Webster, and this was um, part of the inspiration that which, for what later became The Handmaid's Tale. Ah. For Handmaid's Tale. I'm like, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> so Mary Webster... Sorry. Go on. What? No one's ever reacted like that to The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Hooray! If there was one programme that you didn't react to like that, it was The Handmaid's Tale. It was not... It was not tonally appropriate. I, I do. <laughs> That's like me when I'm like, ooh, Harry Potter. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I had missed it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just, I just finally made the connection when you said her name, so I got excited because I knew something. <laughs> so. Mary oh, Webster arrives in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There was all, basically she went with her family. There were all these adverts like trying to get women to come. It was like, wives wanted for frontier men or whatever they're calling people nicking a country. Um, British. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wives wanted for the British. Yes, British. For the British. Anyone still in a country, what's the word for them? British. <laughs> it's true. It's just true. Uh, we're laughing and learning history. <laughs> Can I just say, though, you also see the family in Springfield. I'm thinking... It's Homer, isn't it? It's Simpsons. It's a great backdrop, although actually nothing as fun as the Simpsons. <laughs> 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 um, now, so they marry her off to this guy, William Webster, um, and he's 53. She's 40 at this point. They settle in this town 20 miles out of Springfield. Now, he's actually very poor. He's not a rich settler. 
She was 40. Yeah, they just, Uh I think the parents are just offloading her. It was the olden days. What can we say? Who's uh-huh. still alive at 53 in those years? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, like, there's people in Glasgow don't live to 53. <laughs> in 2023. And oh. they were having quite a time of it. So my question is, what did William and Mary have to do to get an extra income? Because they were poor. Um, oh, did he pimp her? <laughs> yeah. We've oh, got, yeah, I can hear Cher. Gypsies, tramps and thieves coming what, they did something to get more money. Yeah. What, did they make what was... potions? So, okay, we've got potions and we've got pimping, and I love it. Any uh, advice, you guys? I feel like it's got to be a P word. Paper. Paper. <laughs> they made paper. They made, they made paper. Pumpernickel bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they ate you know pumpkins. Oh, a... did they carve pumpkins? And that's why everyone thought she was a witch. Yes, that is a great... Sorry, it's not yes correct. Oh. It's just yes. <laughs> I, I, I like, like that it. as an answer. <laughs> The, the, what they did was begging. Uh, they oh. had to beg the townspeople. They lived in this tiny house that they right. owned, but they had to beg. Uh, and the, now the people, the townspeople didn't like having beggars. Uh, they thought it was a buzzkill. So different to how we live today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, Mary was not polite or submissive. She was really angry that she'd left the UK and like worked really hard and was still hungry all the time. Uh, so there's lots of rumours about Mary and everyone's sick of her harshing their mellows, uh, and they think that she's bad luck. So question, what kind of stuff starts being blamed on Mary? Oh, probably like pigs dying. <laughs> pigs dying, <laughs> yes! That's, what, that's yeah. always my go-to. The when wind. a pig dies, I'm like, well, that's the <laughs> The windmill stopped turning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's because there's no wind, it's Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Why have the witches been allowed to kill the pigs and stop the windmills? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just more blighted crops, anything that goes yeah. wrong. If anyone falls ill, it's Mary. She's put a curse on them. Yeah. You guys... Little, little Jill has typhoid, it yeah, must someone be. someone slipped in some... Cholera. Yeah, someone slipped yeah. in some cholera. Some <laughs> and then, and <laughs> that's clearly Mary's fault. It'll happen out there if you go out there and walk down that street. <laughs> Slipping in cholera. <laughs> and then I think of The Simpsons again. Cholera. <laughs> um, you guys are spot on. So, yeah, butter not churning, hens not laying eggs. Like, it's mild stuff, but everyone's yeah. sick of her. Now, when she's 60, her husband William dies, and now she's a suspicious woman. She's begging, and she owns property. So that is... Uh, that's just fucking prime. That, yeah. She's uh, prime witch. Prime witch. <laughs> she has a bit of first world problems, though, isn't she? Like, she has a homeowner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's that nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, on my... I need money to maintain my land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weeds. <laughs> On March 27th, 1683, Mary gets apprehended for an examination on suspicion of witchcraft. Uh, and the local magistrates send her off to Boston for a witch trial. And she's locked in a cell waiting. It takes a little while. She's dragged out in front of 11 men to hear the evidence and decide if she needs a witch trial. Um, Back then, it was only 11 angry men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we only added the extra later to make it even. <laughs> Um, this sounds like Trump and the Supreme Court judges, doesn't it? <laughs> Everything is heavily stacked here against Mary. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Poor oh, Trump. yeah. 
Kavanaugh's like great 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 grandfather was definitely on this on this panel. Yeah. Um, so the evidence is. Of course, we all make mistakes in college, right? Oh. <laughs> I like beer. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Katie's impersonation of a frat boy. I like beer. <laughs> That's my main memory from his trial, apart from all the tra- other traumatic stuff that happened. Uh, and the lack of justice. Um, so. uh, but you guys touched on this earlier. Uh, th- she has been seen in the company of a black cat, probably the devil. Yes. In the company um, of... Like, it doesn't even yes. have to be her fucking cat. Wow. She's we don't time feeding. when racism is so rife that the cat is getting it. <laughs> Like, this is so bad. It's well, so and bad. That's why we're going back to it now, because, you know, you know black what? cats, you can't, they, they need... don't get adopted because they, you can't take pictures yeah. of them for Instagram. Oh, my God, I read that as <laughs> well. No, it's true. No, it's genuinely it true. true. Susie, I'm not even it's joking. So it's true. true. <laughs> it's the same with greyhounds. We follow each other on Twitter. Yeah, we're very we're well versed in each yeah. other's pets. But the black greyhounds don't get adopted. Yeah, because, because they're not... Ins- because people are very... They're not grammable. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's. Re- I mean, my cat is very beautiful. Um, and uh, <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that because that's basically my entire Twitter feed is, look at my cat! Uh, but most of my pictures of my cat are basically just like a black hole. And then... <laughs> What is that? Well, that that is a cat. Amazing. Uh, you can't see any features, but that is my cat. <laughs> I see, I had to burn Twitter because, like, they were coming after me because they thought I was a witch, right? So, <laughs> yeah. But I never knew this. I have learned something new. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. People are even worse than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> they so are. In the, in the company of a cat. Yeah. Company of a and cat. And she has birthmarks, or shall we say devil marks? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, wow. So she gets tried as a witch on June 1st. The verdict is not guilty. <gasps> well done, Mary. Cuffball. And she is sent home after just 67 days in jail. Oh, just. Question. <laughs> how, how do the locals in Hadley, uh, 20 miles from Springfield, the local people that she lives with, how do they react to her return? Oh, torchlight procession. Yeah, I think it's not going to be good. They kill all the black cats. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, good, good instincts. Just to be positive, I'm going to say a welcome home party. <laughs> it's, like a well, it's a welcome home party, pie. yeah. And yeah. They, they lay out all the stuff, but they all stand there. And they all, you know when people stand with their arms folded <laughs> and just holding a glass? <laughs> and, uh, and they're all there, but they're all kind of doing it through gritted yeah. teeth. So like a really reluctant welcome home really party. Really reluctant welcome home party. So yes, well done, welcome home. Like, like my parents after uni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're back. Just great. My parents every time they see me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, they are—they're not pleased. Suspicion is nine tenths of the law, and they're like, "Why would she even be tried? She's clearly guilty. She's obviously tricked everyone in Boston. She's definitely a witch. She wasn't found guilty. I just thought they all were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't like Boston. Has they Boston don't get her land? They're going to give her a fair trial. I don't know. Also, also like Boston. Now I'm going to go deep here. Right. Mm, Go Go with me. Go with me, people. (laughs) Boston at this point in time would have had some Irish in it who would have came from a culture of witches. And Celts and Picts and all that kind of stuff. Ah. So maybe they were a bit more sympathetic. 
Yeah. To the witch thing, going, no, that's not a real witch. We know real witches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like that kind of like that's yeah, no terrorism. Less... We know real terrorism. Yeah. That kind of yeah. the way the Irish yeah. look. Like, <laughs> I've seen witches. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Less judgy. Yeah. Than the, the English. Yeah. Just a bit less judgy. Aye, because yeah. I think they've probably wait. Listen, we've got proper witches over by. Yeah. <laughs> She's they're like, right they're like crocodile Dundee. Call that a knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call that a witch. <laughs> this is a witch. <laughs> 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 no, I think you're right. My um, favourite applause break is an almost applause break. <laughs> start, no, when are we not? No, okay. okay. Right. So now, farmers were too scared to drive their cattle past her house. And so they, they came up with a solution. The solution is called disturbing the witch. Do you guys know what <laughs> this is? It's like disturbing the peace. (laughs) Wow. It's not nice. Um, Basically, the practice of disturbing a witch, the thing behind it was, if you beat up a witch, that interferes with her powers and she'll be too distracted to cast spells on you. So Standard. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And we're back to Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) (laughs) So basically... And to the vigilantes, what they start doing Ooh. is they just beat her up when they need to. They they want it. They have to drive the cattle past the house because it's on the route. Uh, so they just pop in, beat her up, and then they're not too scared to go past the house. She can't do any spells because she's been beaten up, um, and the cattle will be fine. Uh, and the townspeople are like, "Phew! Luckily, we decided to just disturb keep, the witch. Yeah, keep beating up an old lady. <laughs> Evil nearly got us there. <laughs> so." We've, we've solved it. Now, despite this great plan, things still came to a head. Now, Mary very publicly begged an important man called Lieutenant Philip Smith, and something happened. Question, what happened after she begged this important man? Right, so he's a copper, small-town America. I'm thinking he's a mason. <laughs> <laughs> the masons are connected to really dodgy people, and they've burnt her house down. Yes. Okay, yes. So she beg him for help? Well, she... So now, what happened is, um, she was begging, and I think they had an altercation. Oh, I see. So she's begging and he's there. Yeah, so he's either yelled at her and she's yelled back, or, you know, like, something's happened. Uh. He's went to the Masonic meeting, lost his shit. (laughs) And they've brought down the lizard people. (laughs) (laughs) The lizard people have come in and just... uh, Yes. Yeah, lizard people. That's what I'm going with. For the listeners, Ruth is very good at miming the lizard people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as good. So basically, what happens is uh, he got sick. And everyone decided that she must have cursed him. Oh, I see. Also, this guy is a complete hypochondriac. Uh, now, he's a deacon of the church. He's a member of the general court, probably a mason. Yeah, I um, And he's, <laughs> he's uh, not only a politician and a policymaker, but he is also one of the men that originally sent her to Boston. He is to be... fucking riddled with the masons, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's a mate. Wait, right. He, we're outing him as a mason. Uh, and I still want to go back to The Simpsons. Who rigs every Oscar night? <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> Um, now, he got um, described by his peers as a... Okay, I've put total hypochondriac. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, but I have a quote here, and this quote describing him uh, by his peers as someone who fancied himself a constant victim of an evil hand. Ah. Oh, so he's... It's like, you know, um, what's that... Uh, <laughs> oh, confirmation bias. 
yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. he's just gone, I'm always sick. Oh, it's that evil hand. She's the evil yeah. hand. This sounds like every comedian in Edinburgh. Knows. <laughs> I'm yeah. always ignored. <laughs> yeah. I've been joke. snubbed again. I'm always snubbed. <laughs> yeah. um, now, so he's sick in his bed yelling about witches. So some vigilantes go and beat up Mary. Um, <laughs> this poor woman. I know. Has Mary got the COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She is a survivor because she's... Anyway, well, we'll get to that. But She is tough. I mean, she yeah. keeps getting the shit kicked out of Wait. her. And she's like, well, I'll just tend to the farm again. Maybe today <laughs> will be a better day. Now, while they're beating her up, uh, Philip sleeps really soundly and he seems like he's not ill at all. So they decide that that is proof that Mary is the one making him sick. Yeah, uh, science. You know, just follow the science, guys. It's just science. Right? Mm. Um, so... They've decided the crime. Basically, we've got this. We've got mob justice now. They decide that she's guilty of the crime of causing an old man to become extremely velitudinous, which, Ooh. as you all know, Ooh. means a person of weak or sickly constitution, especially one whose chief concern is his or her ill health. Hypochondriac. Oh, you guys knew that. You didn't meet, need me to patronise you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, so m- more vigilantes come to Mary's house. At How sundown. many fucking vigilantes are in this town? Yeah. <laughs> like, would you not move? <laughs> but this is it. Would you not just sell the house? <laughs> right. I wonder about that. The whole time I was doing this case, I was like, she's got a house. Like, are they doing it in shifts? Yeah. Like the day shift, the mid shift, the night shift? Yeah. yeah. What is happening? Now, Must have great benefits. They, <laughs> they, got, they got dental. It's such a great house. Three weeks vacation. <laughs> oh, vigilante. Now, they bring a noose. They hang her from a tree. Oh, oh shit. They this l- took a ton. Yeah. yeah. They, they leave her there all night. They come back after sunrise. They cut her body down from the tree and they bury her in the snowbank. This just all... Uh, 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 as they really say, how do you folk in the snow? <laughs> how fucking... Oh, how much do you hate somebody that you're like, I'll go out in that snow and fucking hang her? <laughs> it is crazy. My question to you now is, does Philip get better? I fucking hate Philip. Yeah. <laughs> Philip's a dick. I hate Philip so much. And yeah. he, Philip's a dick. Yeah. I mean, I bet he does get better because it was just a, it was just a little okay. bit of a. Oh. He just wanted some time off. The snow yeah. was coming. He yeah. was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he probably he probably does. You so he? he gets better. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe he dies. And they're like, oops. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Love Whoopsie. it. Sorry, Mary. That would oh, involve self-reflection so we if we do. Oh, whoops. Yeah. We're talking about a continuous cycle of men leathering. Mary, they are not. They have then taken a noose and hung her. I don't think self-reflection is a thing. So you think? uh, Because I've sort of been picturing these vigilantes in my head, and they're very much um, mixed gender in my (laughs) my brain. I've been seeing like women in little cloth caps going, "Oh, you know, like." Oh yeah. Would someone think of the children? (laughs) (laughs) And women would actually be worse than men. Like, like. I mean, because they know where the nuts are. Well, <laughs> and she's probably got nuts because yeah, she's, she's a witch. A witch. That's yeah. what we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you think um, what happens to Philip Taylor? 
It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because, of course, if he gets better, it just proves their point, and all they want to do is validate their theory. I was even thinking before, because she wasn't convicted, was that just part of the game? Like, well, we got to let the odd one go, or our theory doesn't work, because we know how to screen for witches, so, of course... The occasional woman will get through. Right, yeah, otherwise it looks like a sham. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're describing this or describing Brexit. I genuinely... <laughs> I genuinely don't know, but it sounds the same. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say he gets better because I feel like he's sort of given himself these symptoms to prove right he's like the leaning into he's like see i'm better drama. now yeah all right okay now philip does not get better you guys what happened next will amaze you <gasps> um philip dies and mary is still alive yes oh! yes! yes in the snowbank wait yeah. she was hanging all night okay so now what Right. I did not see this coming. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I think Mary's a fucking witch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only actual witch. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you now. Fucking hell. This is, this is before drop hanging. So, the, you know when they, you do the drop and it's like a quick... Oh, yeah, because it breaks. Yeah, like breaks, when the it? beat drops. Like, so she basically <laughs> just hung there, slowly, like, suffocating. Uh -huh. And then they came and cut her down and buried her in the snowbank. Yeah. Oh, these so these people are enough. fucking idiots. She they're, wasn't... Yeah. They are, she, there was no crops because... Oh, I, right, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so, so there's she, one thing men do, it's premature strangulation. <laughs> <laughs> It could happen to anyone. <laughs> it's more common than you think. Um, she, so she had only been unconscious. Uh, she came to in the snowbank. She survived and she dragged her broken self back home again. Um, <laughs> to get beaten up by vigilantes <laughs> a little bit more. Okay, oh my so God. they couldn't execute her again because of the law of double jeopardy because now they care about laws. Um, oh, so she can't be tried for it she again? She can't be tried. She's officially free. Oh, my gosh. Um, if that were me, I'd just be like... Can <laughs> 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 you I'd like me be, now? Yeah, I'd be walking around with just black cats all around me like, yes! yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at the company hat. I keep. <laughs> black cats yes. for days. The biggest fucking hat yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> A wand. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> slap my own ass with it. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mary. <laughs> so she lived for You want to come around for coffee? See, if I was Mary, I'd be promiscuous as fuck yeah. after that. Oh, yeah. Bring me now, guys. Yes. I hope she's getting tail yeah. left and right. No. She does. So she lives for another decade, and she died peacefully in her sleep around age 70. Oh, oh well so done, let's Mary. give it up oh, for Mary. Mary. Webster. The inspiration for The Handmaid's Tale. That is... That is truly the only witch story I've ever heard with a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's lovely. <laughs> now, this is the point in the show where we get somebody from the audience Ooh. to come up and tell us about the time that you were the victim <laughs> when of When the house lights come God, up, there's lots we of all you. get don't real scared. Shy. Don't be shy. And don't be a witch. Oh, I see two. You guys oh, are yes. next to each other. Are you going to both tell the story? <gasps> 
I mean... Are you witches? (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to float to the stage. Welcome. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Definitely a bad witch. All right. Yes. (laughs) What's your name? Ellie. Hi, Ellie. What's your crime story? Um, I was a victim of someone trying to stage a riot against me. A riot, a riot. against you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next show's cancelled. <laughs> so I, um, um, I was a student at Edinburgh University. I... What university? I want all the details. What, Edinburgh University. Oh. And that, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I decided to study ancient history. Uh Of course, what Um, a city to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I went on an archaeological dig in Italy. Wow. (laughs) In Leith. (laughs) (laughs) I found some needles in a teaspoon. It's all the way back to 1987. (laughs) Um, So we went on this excavation and we were staying in a school. It was like a primary school in Italy. Um, And we would stay at night and then the kids would come in the day. But there was one mother who was like really against the idea of foreigners being in their children's school. Um, So we would go and do... Why? (laughs) Well, you know... With the digging. (laughs) Um, She thought we were perverts. Um, With all the digging. Uh, She she genuinely thought we were perverts. Um, Hold on, this is a country run by the Catholic Church. (laughs) (laughs) And they thought you were perverts. What? (laughs) It was like 20, 20 year olds as well. So, like, it was, you know, we were. Where in, the hell were you sleeping as well? Like, just on just desks? Just camp beds that they'd set up for us? Oh, my oh. goodness. Like, They're um, definitely a threat. Yeah. And we would go in the day and dig, and then at night we would come home and, like, you know, sleep, drink beer, that kind of stuff. And be perverts. <laughs> be perverts. Um, so this woman, who was, like, absolutely enraged by it all, um, decided that she would come in and take photos of us trying to prove we were perverts. And oh, she's oh. the pervert! <laughs> Take photos of twenty-year-olds in a classroom. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Are we back to your plane? Wow. Yep. So she would come and she had like one of the you know like digital cameras that she oh would be trying God. to like zoom in uh, to get us Look, to the window. Getting undressed yeah. for bed. <laughs> oh I mean, God. talk about irony. So what happened? So it kind of we were about like halfway through the dig and she was getting enraged by it. So she went on her like school WhatsApp group and tried to start a riot to kick us out um so she said okay they come back from the dig at like six o'clock so at seven o'clock we'll all be there to basically push them out um and she organized it and nobody showed (laughs) yeah because they're all drinking red wine and eating fantastic food why would you go on a fucking riot what's what's italian for karen Karina. <laughs> I love how you knew that. <laughs> um, so what, what she a did, Karina. <laughs> what she did was she stayed outside the school and she would just like 
get stones from the ground and just start throwing them. Bloody hell! Um, but it got to a point where it broke a window of the school, um, <laughs> so they had to call the police yes. to be like, Love. you know, yeah, you need to stop doing it. And yeah. the only thing that they, when they like, our kind of like leader said what had happened, and she was like, well, she started to try a riot against us, so they had to arrest her for trying wow. to start a riot. That's a democracy, isn't it? <laughs> and then the next morning, we saw, like, in the local newspaper, it said, um, justice for Scottish perverts. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Finally! Finally! <laughs> Shut <Thank> up! <laughs> Scottish I, I think I'm going to get a T-shirt with that on it. Yeah, I've got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped them off to you. Oh my God! Well, give it up for Susan McCann. Thanks, everyone. That was such good fun. Oh, such I'm so glad fun. you enjoyed. Yeah, Thanks for joining. Look, I'm slapping my leg like it's The Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.